Mudimu wa pila nkalava kalamra na cheso wa Nazareta. Mudimu wa rinari ya lebo haloko sengho tusa kwena biyana ka mudimu. Mudimu wa kawa halalela osale stulon sabo goshi. Ena mudimu wa karilabu wa horuena urtebi selenzo na gago. Horu u mudimu enotopila ule mudimu ena gago na omu waka tonandewene. Kika mwaloko sengre wapaka misangre biyana ka mudimu. Reden hayo watonandewe narere wa halalela wa halalela cheso wa mahoda mudimalo kileng re leba gore wena o sana le rena ene go sana le rena mudimaka re tla ke matla mudimaka ke ka morere ebeneza o rwele wa refikisa mo mudimaka o bile mudimu mabane o mudimu le khono ene mudi o toba mudimu go ya go ile maphilong arena mudimaka riemi a se go ema a se ka go ema ga bohlala ba rena or ka tsebo ya rena but impact ka moa wa gago ke ka mo mudimaka re go phagamisang go bana lentsonaga go urile everything that have breath let let him praise you mudimaka re go praise go bana re sahema moya o salena me mudimaka ba bang ga ba sanke ba gona ba ba mudimaka ga ba heme pila ba hema ka mechini imparna lord you give us that grace that ke ka mo everything that have breath let's praise you mudimaka we praise you because of you are Jehovah. No praise because of Umudimu. Umudimuaka, I don't praise because when there's something I don't praise our Umudimu fella because you promise us in a way that you will never leave us and forsake us. Kikamu Lord, we glorify you and we honor you and we leave your name high because of you are so wonderful. You are so gracious. You are full of mercy, full of grace. Even this morning, Lord, Wonderful Sunday, Lord, we glorify you. Lord, we love you with all our mind, all our heart, all our soul, and all our strength. Mudimaka, as we are beginning the new Sunday, Lord, we say let your power reign, let your grace reign, let your manifestation of your glory be seen on sea in your sons in the name of jesus the son of the living god father we love you we honor you and we glorify you lord as we are going to listen your word my god my king we say let the will be done but not our will in jesus name i pray amen from Mamelodi International Assemblies of God. Kitilo siya munielo oyo hore kitsila yeo mudimu ay planetim banabahake kayo na hore. Kitsila yeo hore munielo it is part of worship by giving your offering and tithe. It's an agreement between you and your God. So mudimu hanya kile fita ke matloho nono akhahe kaho se lemuhi si tiri sapsuelo pili ya luna mole fasing panabakhahe tse ba ka gasichaba sa Haisa Israel so as tsepisitse ngore ke tlo bana le lena bele ka ga ke tsepisitse bontate bogolo wa luna ge o bala buka ya Malachi chapter 3 we toma moko verse 8 in yona will a Mere mortal rob God, yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offering. 
you are under a curse. So it shows Hormudimu Heosamele Mohena. We pakela tohako yamutako ubita mutako ulukule luena kanti wena uswiris ki sautwelo pili. He ukanwe di rafela wabula pelia haho wanela humudimu mudimu o atswerimbu pilo wahaho. Uti loshoko mela soche tseo dibeile moho yena ati buse abuse wena haiti reli yena hore akwano hufuma he has everything he just want your heart to be open when you are giving to the Lord that's why he says I like a cheerful giver riye moho yena re neela re tseba gore dipelo tsa rena di bulegile re neela ka dipelo tse di bulegile modimo o tlhore hlololo patsa a re fa mesebetse mesebetse re le moho yona di ntlotse re leng ka mohara tsona lona mmelo o modimo o tshwereng hore wena o phile ka haru ho wona ke mahlololo a o tlhokometseng ke modimo ba bantshi ba tlogile le fasela ke wena o sa bolokegile so if you give to god you are actually trusting god about your life ka gona a re peleng ka lethabo we must dance and know that we are doing a good thing we are investing in heaven mo long gore ha gona di tshiye go ba makeke a ka gonang go fitla aoja because in return God is going to bless you with good life mudimo a rona a re hlogolola fatse re sa iloniela ka dipelotse bulegileng let us pray jehova mudimo ya phelang ntatwa morena rena ile jesus christ bana ba hago ke bana morena ba tla ka pelotse bulegileng go tloniela msebetseng wa ha o rotswele pele ke a rapela gore hlogolola fatse bohle mudimo wa ka ba bantsitseng go ya ka lentsula ga go jehova o rile wena o tla buseletsa 100 folk ka gona a go bebalo go baneng ba gago ba boloke modimo a lukileng go fihlela jesus christ a itla re a go leboga morena may the name of our lord jesus christ be glorified amen and amen
saints, we greet you all in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Once more on this wonderful morning, it's Pastor Pulenzala from Mams Radio and Miak Online Radio. Also, greetings to those watching over Facebook. In Jesus' name. Today, allow us to talk on this caption. Guard your heart with all diligence. We are reading the word of God from Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 20 to 27. Will you please read? Ushwele nipulelo chaka tsebe. Usike wadilebala. Udiburuke kapelungi ya hao. Dipirisha baba nikuwa hao. Diba pirisha hao zimmeling limo yei. Sabu shokwa ufita chote. Kiwi chota ucha udinaga na hao. Ubani kichona dilaula hubu pilo vya rao. Uile ugulela maka. Ulelo chaburadia di chwe uwena. Ulelele pili uyao. Uipia kayeche chakamuso. Uitukisheche cha unyaka hubu diri jira. Kimo utahuchi ya magato ama liba. 27. Ose arugeti le nye ilugile ho wa hamurela filo. Wi hamuraye libubi. I've got it in NIV and it reads thus. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Do not swim to the do not swerve to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Kaluku legacies. Umuche baba weshulengwele na sekseni baba weshulengwele eka mendiga Jesus Christ was a Nazareta. Selifunziwe livila ko baba weshulomuche baba weshulengwele shitirele enshitweni alona loyo eka mendiga Jesus Christ was a Nazareta. Uchumulobi. Dina matfosa la kwendi sendeleni baba wechilona manja na makude kamendika Jesu nanyinga kwati yako choko lungleko sata ushela kokusuwena uthi prophete ngaye mlomo longathetsa manga prophete ngaye ngulungulu wechilengwele kokusuto lungiselela umlomo kati wakho lotu mthatha masinyane baba siyabonga khuluma silalele 
Amen and amen. When we have read, we know that the author is King Solomon. And when we are reading, he talks about a lecture that the father gives to the son. And the father exhorts his children to, to embrace wisdom. As he had once received this teaching from his father. He simply urges his son to stay true to wisdom. To follow the way of righteousness and to guard their heart diligently. You see, as children of God, we must have continual regard of the word of God and endeavor that it may be always ready to us. We must receive the word readily. We must incline our hearts to the way. We need to bow down to the way and, and diligently listen to the word of God. It is our commanding principle. And he says, keep these words of wisdom, that's the word of God, in the midst of your heart. Keep it as something that's dear to you and don't lose it. The word of God needs to be written in our hearts. And that which is written in the heart will remain. As the spiritual life was begun by the word, so the same word will still nourish and maintain the spiritual life. We cannot live without the way. We may by faith live upon the way. You see, there is in the word of God a proper medication for every spiritual sickness. So we need to keep a watchful eye and and a strict hand upon all the motions so far inward man. Now in verse 21 you can see the father saying keep the word in your heart and in your sight. So you need to continuously see the word and keep it in the in the heart. How does it benefit us? Because 
Normally in the natural. You see things with a natural eye. But when you see things in your natural eye. Your eye must remember what the way you have seen the way to be. And your heart must believe what the word says. The eyes of the soul must be consistently fixed upon the word of God. Because the Bible says, you know, the, the words of wisdom, the word of God, are to be captive within our heart. Psalm 119 verse 10. The word of God mustn't be a simple memory verse. But it must be an abiding principle within the heart. So that it will press us to deepen our spiritual nature. Verse 22 says, if the word of God is in our heart, it will bring life and it will bring healing. Because the word of God is life to those who find it. And health to their body. Yeah, not only is the word of God life, it is health. Amen. Yeah, life without health can be frustrating. And nothing can keep our soul in a healthy state like the word of God. Now, when we read, we, we, we read of five parts that the Bible in this chapter says we need to control. Number one, it says, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it brings the issues of life. You see, the Bible talks of the heart as a center. A wellspring of life. Remember what Jesus said in Luke 6 verse 45. He says, the good man brings good things out of the good that is stored up in his heart. And the evil man brings out evil things out of the evil stored in the heart. And he says, for out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if, if your heart is overflowing with the way, it doesn't matter the circumstances. It doesn't matter what you see. From the overflow of the heart, from the word of God filling your heart, your mouth will speak. And the word of 
of the word, when you release the word, the word you release has got power to alter the situation because the word of God is living and active. The word of God is powerful. The word of God creates. He used the word to create. Guard your heart. With all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. You see, the heart is the center of our being. It, it determines our outside behavior. That's why it must be regenerated for us to be able to follow Christ. Yeah. Unless you change on the inside, changed by the weight, full of the weight, you can never be able to do the will of God. Yeah, the corrupt heart draws you down, but the word of God protects the heart from corruption. You see, last week when we were talking about fear and faith, we said if you allow fear, you should never allow fear to cancel your faith, but you must rather allow your faith to overrule and override. Because the word of God brings knowledge and that knowledge sets you free. So we need to to keep our hearts from being defiled by sin, being disturbed by trouble. We need to keep our hearts as a beautiful garden. We need to keep bad thoughts out and keep good thoughts. And good thoughts are the word of God. You need to carefully care for your heart. Strengthen your heart through the way. And, and you can call God to help you. To strengthen you with might on the inner man. As you read his word. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. You see, our lives, whether regular or irregular, whether comfortable or uncomfortable, according to our hearts, whether it's well kept or neglected, that's how your life will be. You can't neglect your heart and expect your life to be well. Jesus taught that whatever is in the heart will eventually come out of the mouth. Yeah. So you need to, to guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it springs the issue of life. 
Yes, there are many other attractive influences. Many other seducing forces. But if you are full of the wave, you are able to reject them. Because the heart must be carefully guarded. That is why from time to time, as you pray, to say, search me, O Lord, and know my heart. See if there be any wicked ways Because whatever the heart concentrates upon, whatever the heart concentrates upon, your ear will hear, your eyes will see, your feet will go to, and, and, and your hands will do. And I want to explain this. Whatever your heart concentrates upon, let, let's talk about Joshua and Caleb when they went to spy Canaan. And the tw- the, there were 12 spies, right? Joshua and Caleb. Their hearts concentrated on the Lord and the promises of God. But their hearts of the 10 spies concentrated on what they saw in Canaan. So, so Joshua and Caleb, because their hearts concentrated on the promise of God that they will go to the land of milk and honey, they could see the big grave. And that's why they brought them back. They brought the testimony because their hearts concentrated on the promises of God. Can I talk to you, my brother? Can I talk to you, my sister? When you go through situations, your heart must concentrate on the word of God that is full in your heart. Because when you do that, your heart is guarded. You go through a situation, but you will not change by a situation. Because in the situation, your heart that is guarded will only see what God has promised. You will be able to see beyond the danger. You will be able to see beyond the threat. Because the enemy has got a way of speaking and he will speak. When, when you seek direction, the enemy will speak. But God would have already spoken in your heart through his ways. So when the enemy speaks, you will not hear him. You will be able to hear a still small voice because the confirmation is stored in the heart. You see, when, 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 when your heart is guarded. Your feet will go to where God says you should go. And we are talking about 
Joshua and Caleb is an example. They were determined to take the land irrespective of what they saw because the, the, the word of God was in their heart. I can imagine that they were believing that wherever you put your food, that place I give unto you. So they could ignore the giant. They could ignore the danger. Can I talk to you? When, when, when God gives you the promise, a lot of times it will look like it is your point of death. And when it looks like that, what is critical is, is the thing that you have guarded your heart with all diligence because it's the wellspring of life. It controls what you see. It controls what you hear. It controls what you go to. And it controls what your hands do. You see when David, let's give them another example. We want to understand whatever your heart concentrates upon becomes what you hear. What your ears will hear, what your, your eyes will see, where your feet will go, and what your hands will do. When, when, when David brought his brother's bread and cheese, he found Goliath the Philistine, finding the God who created everything. You can see the heart of David because the heart concentrates upon the Lord, upon what the Lord said, upon who Israel actually is. David that is not the size of Israel, but it is the size of their God. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. You see, if the fountain is not pure, all, all the streams will be polluted. If your heart is not guarded, if your heart is not full of the way, your, your, your streams, your ears, your eyes, your feet, your hands will be yeah you see the heart i said is like a precious garden you, it needs to be cultivated and taken care of yeah because in life there will be thorns that want to spring up there will be weeds that want to spring up but if, if you guard your heart with the way when, when the weed wants to spring up you speak the way it cannot live so keep your heart from being defiled. Keep your heart from being stained. Keep your heart from being poisoned by evil. Keep your heart like a precious garden. Because a precious garden you keep because you expect a harvest. You pull out the weeds you nourish the word planted by the way by the Lord in your heart. 
Yeah. The Bible says, as the man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if, if you allow evil things, you are evil. You are evil. If, if you allow good things in your heart, you are a good man. And the Bible says about a good man, it says the good man brings good things out of the good stored in the heart. Solomon continues to say, put away perversity from your mouth. The Bible says in Proverbs 10 verse 11, the mouth of the righteous is the fountain of life. In other words, with your mouth, when you come to a death situation, you release the fountain of life. So that's why our mouth and lips must shun evil. And we must keep corrupt talk away from our lips. Your what flows from our mouth comes forth in our conduct. And if it's not pleasing to God, then check. Your heart is not guarded. If you guard your heart with all diligence, whatever comes from your mouth, whatever your conduct, will always be pleasing and acceptable to the Lord and a blessing to others. Yeah, God's children must be careful to have sound speech sound speech that is above reproach it is speech that is seasoned with salt so our speech should be poured through the filter of a pure heart. If it is to be what God wants. He continues to say, he talks about our eyes. Remember that the heart is guarded, the heart is full of the way. He says, let your eyes look straight ahead. You know what Job says? Job taught me something. He taught me that you can make a covenant with your eyes. Job says, I make a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a girl. So you can make covenant with your eyes to say in the morning as you pray, my eyes do not follow, do not look at anything that God doesn't want. Because our eyes are to be fixed on the word of God. Our eyes are to be fixed on Jesus. Irrespective of the attractions of the world that, that try to draw us away. Our eyes must continue to look to the word of God. You see, when the athlete begins the race, he doesn't look back. 
He will be distracted. He doesn't look to the side because he'll be distracted. When an athlete starts the race, he looks at the finishing line and as he runs, he focuses on the finishing line. As believers, when we walk on a work of faith, our eyes must be fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. doesn't look back because then he can't run forward one, one of the things that we do is that we are forgiven right we have been redeemed but from time to time when, when the enemy does things or says things we look back and remember the sins of the past I'm here to remind you you have been forgiven it doesn't matter if it's your spouse reminding you you ask God for forgiveness you are forgiven you see the enemy has got a way of, of running around with a carbon copy but if you are full of the weight if your heart is guarded you'll be able to differentiate the original copy from a carbon copy when the enemy wants to remind you the things of the past the weaknesses of the past you'll be able to say it has been dealt with in the past it's covered in the blood it doesn't exist like an athlete I encourage you today to, to focus ahead on the finishing line your, your, the desire of your heart must not be just to finish the race no, no, no. it must be to finish well and to finish strong you, you need to finish well and to finish strong because the word of God is powerful Jesus is our focus because of who he is and, and what he accomplished for us through the cross when we set our eyes on him we do not look back over our sins sins of the past when, when you commit sin now confess Immediately you say amen. It's done with. It's forgiven. You see, furthermore, we do not stray from the path of righteousness. Because when we fix our eyes on Jesus, we can see him and we see where he's leading us. We need to begin every morning by setting our thoughts on Jesus Christ. When, when we set our thoughts on Jesus, we, we position our hearts, we position our ears, our eyes, our hands and our feet to follow the guidance 
and, and the leading of Jesus like a runner with determination. You see, Jesus said, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. Keep your eyes along them, upon the mark that's the price of a high calling in Jesus Christ yeah in order to guard our hearts we must focus our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ can I ask you this morning what is before your eyes what are your eyes seeing remember your outlook determines your outcome. Let's explain it. By Abraham and Lord. You see, Abraham, the Bible says, was the friend of Jesus. Because he walked by faith. And he looked for a city. The Bible says, whose builder and maker is God. But, but Lord on the other side was a friend of the world. Because he walked by sight. And he, he walked towards the wicked Sodom. And he almost perished with Sodom. You see, Abraham prayed Abraham and when they got out Lord's wife tried to get out of Sodom but with their heart still attached to Sodom and that is why in going out she looked back and became a pillar of salt yeah Remember what David says. He said, I will put no wicked things before my eyes. May God help us to turn our eyes away from worthless things but towards Jesus and him alone. Let your inward and your outward eye be single and both focused on the Lord he continues to write make level paths for your feet in Hebrews 12 verse 13 the author says make level paths for your feet and give the reason so that the lame may not be disabled but rather be healed in other ways the way we walk as believers may make the lame disabled or may make them healed so if we walk according to the ways of the Lord with the heart guarded by the word of God every lame person looking at our walk on a level path our feet must stay on the right path 
it's a critical believer to watch your steps. Because remember, your steps are in full view of the Lord. And, and he examines all our paths. May your walk not cause the lame to be disabled. Because I wonder, will their blood not be, be asked from your hands? Yes. God sees our godly and our, go- our ungodly ways and he will judge accordingly guard your heart with all diligence you see the eyes of the Lord are everywhere he keeps watch over the wicked and the and that is why we need to be careful how we live not as unwise, but as wise. Sometimes the way we live our life looks like we don't believe that we've got a God who is always all present and can see everything. All right, all right. Yeah. We need to consider our past ways and, and examine what we've done. Consider our present ways and what we are doing now. Wherever we are going and see that we walk circumspectly because the days are evil. I'm calling you to guard your heart with all diligence because an unguarded heart will lead you to be unable to walk circumspectly. Yeah. We need to, to check what are the advantages and disadvantages what are the dangers of our way that we may act accordingly do not be unstable in your walk with Christ do not be double minded do not turn to the right or to the left from the word of God you see the enemy gains his point if he prevails in drawing us aside from the word of God keep your feet from evil watch the path your feet are walking in in other words everything that you do check the weight is it in line with the weight if it's not don't do it. If it's in line with the weight, do it. Don't do things because the majority is Don't do things because you want to please somebody. But do things because it's in the way. And for you to do it, that weight must guard your heart. Yeah, you see, when Christ reigns in our hearts, our feet will walk in the ways of Christ. Jesus said in Matthew 7 14, the gate is small and the way is arrow. 
gate is, is, is small and the road is narrow that leads to life and he says it's a few who find it in other words it's not everything that may be legal that is right for the righteous it may be legal it may be the majority but unless it's in the way don't follow it don't subscribe to it don't do it don't even say it reject it from your heart use the word to guard your heart Isaiah says you, you see when your heart is guarded Isaiah says your, your ears will hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to the right in other ways when you face a situation and you don't know what to do be quiet before the Lord you will hear the word saying he will bring a verse to me you you can't remember what you don't know you need to know it. You need to know this truth. This truth that sets you free. When you come to where the, the road is divergent, when you stop and you don't know where to go, there will be a way. It may not be. You know, some people are like. They get an audible voice of the Lord. But, but sometimes the Holy Spirit will drop the verse. That is the verse that you know. Maybe even if he drops it, you remember the verses above it. You remember the verses below it. He may even remind you the scripture. To lead you. So that when you make a decision, it is divinely informed. But you come to that level when you guard your heart. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. In another way, you can never put boundaries to your desires unless your heart is, is diligently guarded. So, so the condition of your heart is critical. We are rushing as we close. You see, some people harden their hearts or, or, or they have a cold indifference towards the word of God. Yo, the book of Hebrews says, today, after such a long time, as it has been today, if you will share the voice, do not harden your heart. You know it's easy to harden your heart. And, and let me explain how it easily happens. And let me talk about some things that happen. Things like noise. You, you see, when you stay at a place, you, you move to a new place. And, and it's noisy. We stay by a highway. So when you sleep around 8, in the beginning, I took time to sleep. Because there was noise of cars and noise of airplanes. And I would be awake. But it came to a point where, where, where my mind, my body adjusted to the south. 
we make it the plane will fly but I won't even hear them even the morning traffic will start and I won't hear it now if God continues to speak and, and you start shifting it away and you don't obey you don't do it your heart will come to a point when you stop hearing when he speaks now I wonder when you come to that way and you need to hear a word your heart is hardened yeah don't harden your heart the bible says happy is the man who is always reverent but he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity my brother don't fall into calamity we're talking about the heart another thing as believers we are trapped into memory from our heart I want to give you I want to give you scripture that will stop you from memory if you guard your heart with it you'll, you'll never complain in your heart you complain about this you complain about this you, you even fail to see the good things that God has put ahead of you Philippians says do all things without memory and disputing the book of John says Jesus therefore answered and said to them do not murmur amongst yourselves do not complain amongst yourselves what are you complaining about stop your complaining your heart must not murmur you see in Exodus the Israelites were murmuring about their slavery they had forgotten Exodus 6 Investing what God had done for them, they continue to grumble. You see, grumbling will lead to lack of faith. You'll only see death and impossibility when you remember, but appreciate the word and take it by faith we are coming to a close Philippians 4 says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind Christ Jesus guard your heart with all diligence you see as we close this chapter gives us a strategy for effective living it begins with God's wisdom that's the word of God and it requires moral application it requires us to trust God and his word it requires us to allow the word of God to speak to us personally and us to apply it yeah it requires practical application you, you see practical application is that moment when you have the word of god and goliath is ahead of you yeah 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 you, you need to have the way and when you have the way god will bring goliath to stand before you so that 
you will know who you are. You know what is the word of God says. And you know who your God is. And you know who Goliath is. You need to differentiate between your enemy and your God. When you have the word, you need to apply the word. And that results my, my, in effective living. You must keep your eyes. You must keep your tongue. You must keep your feet. And above all else, you must keep your heart with all diligence. You must make the word of God your life, your guide, and your goal. You must guard your heart against evil. Watch your ways. Keep your eyes looking at Jesus. You are what your heart is. Hallelujah. Oh my God. My Jesus. When, when people look at the outside, never forget that God looks at the heart. You remember when Samuel wanted to anoint a son of Jesus. The Bible writes, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature. That God said Samuel because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see men as men sees. For men looks at the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. Guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. You see from time to time you will see that there is a war being fought in the spiritual world today. A supernatural war between God and the enemy, between heaven and hell, being fought in your heart. You need to guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. I want us to pray. I don't know how your heart is, but I need God today to help me to guard my heart with all diligence so that my eyes follow my heart. But my heart is diligently guarded. My ears follow my heart and my heart is diligently guarded. My steps follow my heart but my heart is diligently guarded. My actions follow my heart which is diligently guarded. What, what I speak with my heart with my mouth comes from the abundance of my heart that is diligently guarded. So my, my word will always build and never break. Oh, help me God. It's a personal prayer. Will you take this time and pray for yourself? Oh, help me Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, here we stand as your children. Help us to guard our hearts with all diligence. In the name of Jesus. For Lord, we want to walk on a level path 
in Jesus' mighty name. We need whatever proceeds from our lips to glorify you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We want our actions, we want the desires of our hearts to be pleasing and pure before you. In Jesus' mighty name, oh Lord, we desire to live a holy life. Help us, Lord. Help us to guard our hearts with all diligence. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, we bless your holy name. Amen. Thank you and have a blessed week from months. Radio, Miak Online Radio, and Miak Facebook. We love you so much. God richly bless you. Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. God bless you. Well, that's it from us for today, folks. Those of you who've joined in through Mums Radio 92.9 or Miak Online Radio, Thank you. Thank you for worshiping and praying with us today. We hope and pray that God will bless you and your family as he continues to reveal himself to you in a mighty way. To connect with us even further, please visit our website, www.miag.org.za or reach out to us on Facebook, Mamelodi International Assemblies of God. For radio and church radio-related queries, please email us on the following email radio at miag.org.za or alternatively tweet us on the handle at miag underscore fm see you soon and stay blessed <laughs>